Do not attempt to adjust your monitor or sound settings. Do not attempt to shut your computer down. This is not a test. We are controlling the transmission. You are currently listening to the greatest retro game podcast on the internet. There is no escape. Sit back, relax, and allow our critique of retro video games to fill your ears and consume your mind. We are the Redleaf Retrocast. Resistance is futile. to the Redleaf Retrocast, episode 38. Retro Gaming Edition here. I'm your host, JD. New haircut and all. It's been a long time since last summer. I did it. I did it, Kevin. You're here. You did it. I did it. You did it. I'm back from my kayfabe injury. Kayfabe injury? Yes. Did it was a too, long road. Too many tombstone pile drivers? Uh, super, super dangerous. I, you know, I tore my pec from a hip toss. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> oh, that, that would be possible. <laughs> it, uh, John Cena did it. It would just be the, one of the lamest injuries ever. Oh, how'd you do it? Yeah, but, I, it was a I, Canadian destroyer, I swear. <laughs> yeah, I definitely took a uh, burning hammer. It was, it was, you know, it hurt. <laughs> it's like, no, I saw, I watched the video bag. It was definitely hip toss. No, 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 shut no, up, no, man. no, no, shut up. <laughs> Didn't happen. You don't know me. Didn't, wasn't your last injury an arm drag or a headlock? Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! I'm Sid Cara, bitch. <laughs> uh, he's actually a really good wrestler. Uh, yeah, he is. Caristico in Mexico, he's really good. Um, yeah. But this is the Retro Gaming Podcast. We're here. We got we got uh, Nintendo Direct to go through. That happened. That's some news. That's some fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, it did. And our theme of the day was picked by you, Kevin. What is the theme that we'll be discussing uh, later? Disney games that I need an excuse to play. <laughs> Uh, well, most of these games I'd never even played before, so it was nice. Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. Yeah. Remember when licensed video games used to be good? No. <laughs> no? Actually. We, are, we, have done, we have done movie games and uh, anime games in the past, so they, they weren't all li- winners, that's for sure. I live by a simple rule in life, is that there's always an exception, no exceptions, and like the 16-bit era was like, all right, movie games can be okay here. <laughs> These, these these can be all right, maybe. Yeah. We'll put we'll put in seventy five percent effort. <laughs> nice. <laughs> What's our budget? Unlimited? Your Disney? Yeah, we're still gonna make it shit. <laughs> Everyone's EA. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Actually, oh back then, God. that's kind of what it was. Have you? Okay, th- I mean, I know this is this is modern game talk right now, but I, I yes. gotta I gotta I gotta say this. Mm. Have you seen the reviews for the games that are coming out in February? Uh, like Anthem? I only know Anthem was like... Actually, here's, so here's the thing about Anthem. I was in w- one gaming group I'm in, and like, you know the meme of going like, oof, anytime somebody says like something serious and you don't know how to respond? Uh-huh. So, somebody put up a thing of Anthem and say, like, Anthem has no excuse to be this bad, and literally all the comments, like 40 people are going, oof, that's it, that's all they can say. 
It's like, just oh, a man, giant right. of oof. <laughs> and my friend's like swearing by Anthem. He's like one of the, he's one of my best friends, but he can never be wrong about anything. He's like Anthem's going to be great. I'm like you should probably wait. Like it's not going to be good. You should At least not when it comes out. It's from EA. <laughs> yeah, like when it comes out. I'm not saying it won't be good in the future, but like you should wait. And then he ended up playing it. He's like, oh, you know, it's got issues. I'm like, just. Just yeah, admit it that it's not a good game. Yeah. He he's a man who refuses to be wrong about anything in life. So yeah, yeah. I mean, what else I'm, came I'm, out in February? Uh, well, I made I made the joke on Twitter, and I go, man, there's like a bunch of games in February that came out that are trying to compete for worst game. What else came out though? Like uh, Jump Force came game? out, the big anime fighting game. That oh, I saw a trailer that that looked like every character had a stick shoved right up their ass when they were walking. You are absolutely right. Yeah. Did you, do you remember the game J Stars? I played it, but I was like, this is like Budokai Tenkaichi, but worse. Yeah, Imagine Jump Force is worse than that, so... <laughs> oh, I saw Yugi was in it, which I thought was interesting. Oh, the, you know, characters are in it, but that's the best thing about it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm like, why is Yugi in a fighting game? Um, uh, Metro X's yeah. came out. That got okay reviews, but for a game yeah, with that I budget... I saw 83 user on Metacritic. Uh, it's gone down. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's about 80. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about reviews. Like, I, I, I've said it before. Like, I'd rather watch somebody play something and be like, "That looks cool," because you know everyone's tastes are different. I mean, I haven't played a Metro game, but I really always wanted to. You're right. You're right. So, (laughs) bring back single player. (sighs) Yeah, but Metro Exodus just has a lot of just nothing about it. Yeah, who publishes that now? God, Uh, I can't. Deep Silver is it? Deep Silver. I don't know off the top of my head. And then uh, Crackdown 3, you know, an Xbox exclusive that's been in development for like a decade. <laughs> yeah, but that one's not like a shock. I'm like, okay, it's out. It's like, Duke is it Doom really a shock though? No, it's not a shock, but I'm just like, yeah, okay, fine. It's out there. Can we all stop talking about it now? You know? It's, it's just shocking how February is supposed to be this, uh, you know, big month of game releases and then just everything has... Shit the shit the bed, essentially. Yeah. Even Metro yeah. Exodus's um eight out of ten rating just that's you can't imagine that's what they were going for. No, but I mean eight's not bad. Yeah, it's not good either. It's fine. Number, numbers fine are subjective. You know, all that good enough. Yeah, numbers are when, subjective. See what I like about Metacritic scores when when it comes to games mm-hmm. as a it conglomerates everything, right? Right. And yeah, user scores, you know, will torch a game every now and again or, or overrate it, you know, so take that for what yeah. it's worth. But when you look at a conglomeration of critic scores, there's always a sense of truth to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, an average game shouldn't be just, it's fine. An average game should be, this is really fun to play, right? Like, and universally, close. everyone thinks it's fun to play. Hmm. When I look at it, when I look at something like Metro Exodus, where graphically it's a good game, right? Right. Is the rest of it a good game? And then you start looking at that eight out of ten, much more. You look at it much differently than say, oh, an eight out of ten is a good rating. Well, is it really? Well, when it comes to like, especially games that have been like super hyped, like something like Anthem. I tend to wait for dust to settle because like a lot of knee jerk reviews come up like this game is shit or this game's really good. But then like 
over time, like the dust settles, like it's been out a couple months, the hype's down, and it's like, okay, now like the honest reviews are coming out. So like Breath of the Wild, when it came out, everyone was like, this is God's greatest gift to open world games. And then the dust settle, everyone was like, yeah, that weapon durability kind of sucked. That open world had nothing in it. <laughs> it was pretty okay. Like then, you know, people kind of really like, once the hype or negativity train passes, then you kind of really get it, you know? Games have been updated a few times. Maybe they fixed a bug here or there. For example, you know what I'm having fun with right now that, like, it was shit when it came out? We Happy Few. You're having fun with that? I like that game. Is it, like, the best game in the world? Definitely not. But, like, it's pretty good. I like it. Like, you know, now that the hype's laid down, the, the you know, patches have come, it's, it's pretty good. I like it. I'm glad you like it. I just yeah. I, I just couldn't get behind a lot of the core features behind that game. There's way too many mechanics going on in that game. I'll give it that. That's, that's, that's way too much going on. Like is between like joy, a, is it like survival. a seven out of ten game? Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, it, it should have been it's easily fun. so much with that concept and and theme behind it all. It, I thought it was a, an easy slam dunk. Yeah, you know. Well, that's what Kickstarter does. People go like, we're going to make this game. But what if it had this feature for more money? Everyone's like, yeah! And they're like, we have too many features. What do we do? <laughs> the, sur- the survival, feel- the survival um, you know, uh, resource gathering thing. I I don't know why that has to be in every fucking game. It's so irritating. Well, that, that was being kickstarted in the era of like Minecraft is still like everyone yeah. needs to craft stuff. I'm like, please stop crafting. I don't want to craft. I just want to play. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's still going on in a lot of games. They, it, Metro Exodus does does that kind of shit. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Games love crafting, and I'm just like, how about no? The only game that did it really well is like Last of Us because like, it was simple. It was like you have stuff to make this. You want me to make it? All right, cool. Later. Yeah, you have three things, and yeah. those three things in different combinations make different things. So it's like okay, I can get behind this. It's simple yeah. enough. Um, yeah, and then there's there's an obvious little wrench. I like you make this. <laughs> so. you can make this right mm. fast you don't have to go through a, 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 a awfully built UI system within it that's yeah, quite that, confusing the, I will say that we have a few uh, UI is bad it's real bad but I mean once you like know what you're looking at it's fine I was over We Happy Few after like a couple hours of playing I'm like yeah I'm done with this you know how long that game is by the way yeah super long <laughs> it's way too long for what it is I looked like, because my girlfriend got it for, like, Valentine's Day. And she's like, oh, it's, you know, I'm like, oh, it's probably short. It was, like, 21 hours according to how long to be. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, and, you know, oh, when you screw boy. around or you're trying to figure things out or you get lost once, add another, like, eight to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, we're into this. And I'm making her, like, stay, because then I got forced to play Mario Galaxy by myself. So I guess this is transitioning to what we've been playing. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. No, it's fine. But, That's perfect. Because um, uh, I wanted yeah, to ask like, you about that. I saw your tweet about yeah. Mario Galaxy. I was like, I'm going to save that, that, is, save that for the there, podcast. <laughs> yeah, there was a... That's another instance of, like, I've heard people say, Mario Galaxy is the Super Mario 64 we need. And I go, yeah, if it was on any other system, I'd agree. Because, fuck, do I hate those motion controls, man. Like, they're real bad. And, like, I, I personally do not like the whole, like... I like the camera angles where, like, Mario goes on the planet. Because uh-huh. then, like, some enemies you can only hit by hitting one spot in them, but they roll in a circle. So, like, you have to be so dead nuts on, and I'm just like, fuck, this is a pain in the butt. And then, like, her job is to do the stunning and star bits with the... But, like, a lot of enemies <laughs> don't do anything when they get hit with the star bits. So I was like, alright, well, 
You could just sit you can here. Ignore I guess. that for the most of the game, yeah. You can, yeah, but like I don't know. And then it just went on too long. And then I know like the new thing. Oh, now that you've beaten the game once, the real game starts. Like now, I had enough. Thanks. Like, yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't do that either. But uh, no. you said the, same thing in Odyssey. So, do you just have an issue with the Wii, kind of like your issue with the N sixty four? Well, yeah, I don't have a comfortable way to hold those things, like, from where my setup is. And, like, I, I don't know, talking to characters is annoying. You have to get close to them, then point at them, then hit A. I'm like, just one of these would have been fine. Like, walk to them, press A. That's all I needed, you know? Like, they, I don't know, they kind of shove the motion down your throat. And I hate, like, oh, you're one star away. Where could this last star be to open the door? And I'm like... Oh, just fucking tell me where it is. It was like, a Mario game, after all. I know, and I was just like, okay. And then I had to. Oh, there was one mission where you had to collect the five stars, and the last star was uh, like in some hidden ass spot. But then I died, fell into a black hole. So fuck you, start the whole level over. Yeah, Mario like, okay. games. <laughs> yeah, but like it was just a badly designed level. I'm like fuck this level, I hate it. Anyway, it's an okay game, but man, if they like redid that for Switch and like got rid of the motiony stuff, that'd be okay. I could see the, um, well, the, sw- the, 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 the Switch, um, Joy-Cons are, I don't know, I've never really had an issue with them. My, my left analog stick, though, just veers off every now and again. It's quite irritating. It's just see, like I got, a- like, a, this, it was, like, 15 bucks on Amazon. It looks exactly like an Xbox One controller for Switch. Yeah. Feels almost like that, just, you know, cheaper plastic, but, man, do I recommend that thing. Yeah, I got, I got a nice controller. little Crash, Crash Bandicoot wired controller I like using. So, yeah, I just um, I want a wireless, but man, fuck that plastic that it's made of, and the price of the Pro Controller. Whew. Yeah, it's kind of expensive, but it's uh, uh so um, I don't agree with you saying that Mario Galaxy controls terribly. I thought it was very smooth, but I will say, uh, I had fun, more fun with Sonic Colors on the Wii than I did Mario Galaxy. I don't I've think it's that, I don't actually. think it's a better game. I just had more fun with it. Yeah, I've I've heard that. I heard that that was like the last good like 3D Sonic. Other oh, Sonic generations, but colors colors I quite enjoyed. So half of generations is good, right? No, I liked all of it. The, two, the 2D parts. I liked all of it. The three the 3D yeah. and generations worked well. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, Mar- Mario Galaxy super fun, but I I do agree. Like when the game was over, I go, you know what? I enjoyed my experience. I had fun. Do I need more? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was ready for it to be done when I uh, did it. Because I never played Super Mario Galaxy 2. Never. Well, really I, mean, I heard it's just DLC, really. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. It's just, hey, here's Yoshi and more planets. I'm like, oh, hey. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I have been... <sighs> I've been... I've been... Outside of podcast games, uh, I got in this groove of wanting to play all of the mainline Resident Evil games. That sounds dangerous. Uh, I thought so too at first. I played the first one. Well, I played the second one, uh, the original and the remake, uh, and that was super Mm -hmm. fun. Um, The puzzles aren't as bad as I remembered. For which one? uh, The second one. Okay. Um, It's just... uh, Now... It did help that I had played the remake and I knew like where the clover key was and the club key and all that stuff, uh, because like we like when we were discussing Resident Evil Three Nemesis, it uh, 
something I think we glossed over was the fact that it's not so much the puzzles that are hard. It's the fact that when you find an item, finally, you don't know you or you don't remember where you need to put the item. Right. That you was know? my bigger issue. The, and that's something the remake did was mm-hmm. you can look at a map and the map says, oh, club key goes here. And you're like, oh, shit. I go back there. No problem. It, it, it's so it's such a nice little fundamental thing that was fixed in the in the remake that the original didn't have so something clicked in in my little 90s brain right and i go i should write this down (laughs) so every time i picked up an item that i thought would be a key item i just wrote it down like oh crank second floor this area bang right so then or an item i think i would need i go i need that wrote it down so then when i finally picked it up i just consulted the notes you know very old school you know legend of zelda type thing uh oh i need a key for this room or you're drawing out the dungeon map yourself kind of deal until you find mm-hmm. the map uh so i was doing that with the resident evil games and everything became so much easier so where do you that, put the photos of Joe nice. valentine <laughs> There, there's a there's a couple of them in there that I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. That still, you know, didn't age well, but... Uh, right so to I've the go- bank. Yeah. So the first one was, was a very different, frustrating experience. I did play the... I didn't get through the uh, PlayStation Resident Evil. That one was a mess. I played the GameCube remake, which was real nice. Um, hmm. Especially comparatively, like, everything was, was fixed and... Uh, very much in the realm of Res- how Resident Evil 2 fixed a lot of the things from the original remake. Mm-hmm. The first remake on the GameCube fixes a lot of the issues from the PlayStation 1. So I was like, that was cool. Uh, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, I finally finished it. Awesome boss fight at the end. Something we didn't get to talk about before. Yeah, I need to finish that game. Dude, it's like Mr. Like Nemesis at the end goes Mr. X on crack. <laughs> I hey. never, I never got to see Mister X ever. So like, because I didn't do a second playthrough too. Well, you don't need to. I thought you had to to see Mister X, the original. I'm not talking about the remake. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So actually, speaking of that, I know I'm like the biggest old Resident Evil hater ever, mm-hmm. but I've seen two remake. I'm like, okay, that looks like an actual fucking remake, and it fixes things. So it's I totally think when that game. game's twenty bucks, I will buy it. Um. I'd say 30-40, for sure. Yeah, uh, but I'm cheap. But, it, but it is... I'm in the same realm. I'm in the same mind. Like, I already have two. Uh, I met up with a friend. We, play, we played it through. He bought it, you know, $60. And I go, I'll buy this for Halloween when it's, like, half off. <laughs> yeah. Because there's, there's a never Like, if not physically, you know, Sony's going to put it on, like, some Halloween sale. Absolutely. So so, something's going to yeah, happen there. The so Resident Evil yeah. 3 was super fun. I finally beat that. Not as hard as... Uh, we made it out to be, but it yeah. is it is more difficult because the zombies are faster. Um, definitely love the last boss fight. That's my favorite, one of my favorite moments of Resident Evil now. And then I had to make a decision. What do I play after that? Do I play Resident Evil 4, Code Veronica, or Zero? Which I, I have them all already. for the Wii and the GameCube. <laughs> uh, Code Veronica's on Wii? Uh, well, no, 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 no. Um, for zero and four. Uh, Code uh, Veronica I, I only have on the Dreamcast. I don't have like Code Veronica X or anything. 
Okay. I, I heard Veronica was tedious. So but that could be anybody saying that. I yeah. put out a feeler, and I've pl- I haven't ever played uh, four or Code Veronica, and I've dabbled in zero. Whoa! You've never played four? No. So I don't Dude. have this. I don't have this nostalgia trip with the no. Resident Evil series. Four. Yet. If you're gonna play four, play it. I know this sounds crazy. Play it on the Wii. Because the point, the pointed motion controls, right? Well, that, and then when you hit, when you point an enemy at the right spot for a critical. The the blinker flashes and then you know you're gonna one shot. Oh, that's pretty cool. Something yeah, similar it, happens it, in the really good. in the Resident Evil uh, remake that was ported to the Wii. Something similar Ooh. goes along with that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my arm get, got a little tired. Um, it was it, it just made a different experience. It was nice. Mm. So I end up going with Code Veronica on the Dreamcast, and that game is kicking the shit out of me. <laughs> is that a mainline one though? Yeah, it is. So it is Revelations a mainline one? Um, yeah, technically. Yeah, okay. Revelations was okay. I, I don't need to replay that one. That one, I like that on Wii U, of all things I played it on. It was goofy. I was laughing yeah. throughout most of it. Would you would you play it on, if I may ask? The Wii U. Yeah, because I like the inventory system on the on the tablet. Yeah, that was nice, for sure. It was so weird that Third-party companies use that tablet better than Nintendo did. <laughs> That's like true. Zombie U, I was like, this is perfect. If, man, I can only imagine a game like Minecraft comes Oh, they didn't do anything. Nah. Oh, well, when Zelda comes out, Breath of the Wild, oh, they didn't do Well, uh, Wind Waker had the inventory system on the, on the game, true, which was real nice. That. I love I that. forgot I played that on there. And the, and the map was on there, too, at all times. Yeah. Oh, that, beautiful. That was actually really but anyways, useful. Code, I don't know Veronica. if I have <laughs> Yeah, about that. Um, you said it was tedious? I heard. I've never played it. It is not... I wouldn't say it's tedious. It's it's backtrack heavy. Like, t- okay. dialed up to 11. Alright. Because the, the maps are so much... Or the areas are just so much bigger between them. You know, you know how in 3 you were along the city, but you really were confined to 3 areas of the city? In 2... Yep. You had the police station, the underground, and the lab. So it was three eras there. Uh, same thing in the first one. Well, Code Veronica like adds a few other areas, and you have to ke- and you constantly go in the circle around them. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go back to an area that you think you you know have an item for, and so you write it down, and you go, "Oh, I can take this back." Uh, it's it's a long trek back, and the zombies are also faster in that one. So you know how three was hard because the zombies were faster. Well, Code Veronica dials that up, and uh, mix that in with the new storyline that's into it. Really, it's uh, I can see why people regard Code Veronica as kind of the bastard stepchild of the series. <laughs> more more than five or six yeah yeah um five has a character <laughs> five has a slab of meat oh i'm sorry not five code veronica has a character in it <laughs> okay his he's an angsty teenager with the most it like it's it's so bad it's funny type shit yeah he just goes you can't count on anyone and then two seconds later, he gets guns, but you can count on me. 
Like, well, don't Thanks, contradict I, yourself. <laughs> I also listen to My Chemical Romance. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's it's like such late nineties, early two thousands, exactly like that. <laughs> what were they? Like, I I understand exactly what they were thinking. It just it just doesn't work. Um, and then after I defeat these zombies, I'm going to hot top. Yeah. The the gothic environment and the kind of cults involved in it all is pretty cool. It's neat. It's way over the top, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny. But it, 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 it was definitely a departure. <laughs> oh, silly boy. Yeah. So I'm wondering when or if I even beat Code Veronica and I move on to zero, how much harder or the same that's going to be. Because those two are regarded as the two hardest. I forget zero exists, actually, all the time. So, and then uh, I've been playing Yakuza Zero. It's you, a good uh, game. Yeah. You, have I've you dabbled in the Yakuza series? I look. I've been wanting to, um, but I just I haven't. And the closest thing I have to Yakuza was playing Sleeping Dogs, and I feel like I I mean I feel they're similar, but I've been telling me no, so maybe I gotta play it. I don't know. I want to play them. They look funny. Well, Jay, uh, the new member of the Modern Game Cast, he's he's been on a Yakuza binge, and uh, he's just been talking with me so much about. It. I'm like, you yeah. like I got that itch. Maybe I should finally go into the yakuza series and popped in zero and yeah it's a lot of fucking fun <laughs> well i got i got personally burnt out by yakuza when everyone was talking about it and like i was just like man will everyone shut up about yakuza and like i feel like they put like four games out at once or something like they all overlapped like the how is everyone not burned out on yakuza yet it just kept going but apparently it felt like uh, it's a whole it felt like they were coming out year after year for sure well, I thought two came out in one year right uh, zero what? and six. six, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Basically the same year. I think it was. I think we're six months apart or something. I don't remember. Something like that. So if I start Yakuza, which one do I start with? Oh, I'm starting with zero, just because it's because what what they're doing is uh, so Yakuza Zero came out and they made an engine for it on the PS4, right? Right. And what what they're doing is they're remastering all of the past Yakuza games in that engine. And tweaking, and tweaking up a little. Three is out in Japan already in the remake. Okay. And it's going to be coming I out. I saw that one on PS3. And I was like, maybe I'll do that. So, uh, if you don't have. I mean, I'm sure the PS3 ones are still pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this new engine fixes so many things uh, in the past Yakuza games. And, mm-hmm. you know, the translations are better. They're not censored like the PS3 Ooh. ones were. Oh, they were. That's lame. They they were censored to an extent, yeah, which was which Fucking was lame. lame. So um, so they're remaking them all. They're calling Kiwami. Uh, I have Zero and Kiwami. Kiwami Two came out. I think they you know they made it overpriced. So I'm waiting until the price goes down. Gotcha. Uh, and then I'll eventually you know I'll, I'll you know it's kind of a small goal, small side goal, but yeah, I want to go through them all. It's just going to take a long time. You don't get series burnout when you do something like that? Well, I don't play them back to back to back to back. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like, happening, how... happening in Resident Evil right now because Code Veronica is so weird and different. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't do... I have like an effort to play every Mega Man game, but like I, I'll get series burnout if I did them all back to back to back. Yeah, you gotta have a palate cleanser in between for sure. Yeah. Breath yeah. of Fire. Breath of Fire. Alright. Well, we've been 
going along in this intro long enough, we got Nintendo stuff to talk about. So I'm gonna we play a drop. We do have Nintendo stuff to play talk drop, about. Kevin. This could be the Zelda music. You're gonna love it. How do the boys at Red Leaf Retrocast really feel about console hard drive space? And then for Christmas last year, I got a four terabyte hard drive as a gift. So I was like, well, what am I going to use this for? I know all of the games. <laughs> so is it overkill? Yes. Do I care? No. Look at my large penis. <laughs> <laughs> wow. When you start comparing your large penis to storage space on a PS4, maybe life just hasn't gone your way. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's going exactly my way because of my large hard drive and penis. Redly pressure cast, all right. (laughs) I guess your hard drive space is equivalent to your penis size. And now, back to the show. If you could have. So the thing is, I actually heard it that time because your volume's up so loud. (laughs) Fun. Okay. So, I feel part of the, the show now. I'm not sitting here just wondering what could have been. <laughs> Hooray. So, a Nintendo Direct happened. Hooray, hooray. Yeah, huzzah, huzzah. Yeah, I got words about it. Alrighty. So, Kevin, why don't you, uh, you got the agenda in front of you, I assume. I hope you did. Uh, you yes. Let me go here in my file cat. Yeah, I have it. Oh boy. Uh, first thing we got up is Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, new features. It's got Mario's cat like form, which Mario Maker 2 is all 2D. So I don't know how that cat form is going to work. I assume it's just going to be, you know, like a Tanuki suit. Not exactly like that, but I feel like that, that suit really only worked in 3D. So I don't know. I, I'm interested to see how that's going to work out. In the, um, um, in the video, they showed the cat climbing up walls. In 2D? Yeah, but I feel like that was like a... It really... I don't know if it's going to work in 2D. I'm sure it will. Nintendo's smart sometimes. Um, So I trust them that it'll work, but it seems like such a 3D gimmick to me, you know? I I think they'll pull it off. Yeah. I I trust you, Nintendo. Doug Bowser, lead us to victory. Game's coming Um, out June 2019, too, so... Yeah, I would have been fine with a Mario Maker port, personally, uh, but this is even better. This like, is I even really, better. Yeah, I don't really think it needed a sequel. I could have been like Mario Maker Deluxe or whatever, you know. But no, I, li- I like I like that they they uh, they called it Maker Two yeah. and showed the, all the new features and everything. It feels like a a true sequel. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, I don't know. Uh, I saw how they changed the UI to make it more Switch friendly. Yes. Uh, but but every time every time somebody talked about it, like, well, Mario Maker only works with the tablet because you need to touch the screen and see on TV. I'm like, that could easily have been like, take it out of the dock, build the level, and then like use the touch screen and put it back. So I don't see what everyone was freaking out about that for. Um, other well, than with that, how I'm easy sure... that is to do with the Switch, it works e- no problem. Yeah, that that could have been done, and then. The other idea I had, like, Nintendo would sell, like, a USB-C extension cable for the dock to be like, here, now you can use it on both, like, ta-da, but, you know, either way. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. That's kind of, like, number one thing for the Direct that I really wanted. Uh, my friend actually is going to buy a Switch because me and him played Mario Maker, like, religiously. On oh, it's, a di- it's such an addicting game. <laughs> yeah, and now Nintendo's kind of stopped being major dicks with streaming and YouTube. So hopefully we'll see more Mario Maker <laughs> streams. Not like that ever stopped anybody, but right, yeah. Um, especially now that Doug Bowser's taking over Evil Warring. Uh, what else we got here? Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it. Um, well, it's coinciding it looks- with the Captain Marvel movie coming out, so it's just... People like Mar- the, these Marvel games. Um, I'm not a fan of them. I like them, but it does not look like the other Ultimate Alliance games at all. No, it looks like a cash grab to me. Yeah, I I, I looked at that. I was like, that's not a- okay. Like, yeah. good luck, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure it'll sell well. It's it's Marvel. Yeah, they can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wonder when society's <laughs> going to get Marvel burnout. Like, it's going to happen. I, yeah, like these super, it, it, honestly, these superhero it's movies are are gonna are gonna hit a a heavy downward trend eventually. I honestly am surprised it's gone on this long. Like people are willing to sit through three hour movies, and I know I'm not a big movie guy, so I understand that. But fuck, that's three hours of my day. Like I don't <laughs> have that much free time after work. And yeah, my I got like, wrestling to watch, man. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, and my friends are like, let's go see Infinity War. I'm like, uh, look, anytime, I'm like, like in one day. Like no, I no. got things. I got, <laughs> I'd rather watch Raw for three hours, and that's saying a lot right now. But Ooh. look, man, sometimes it's okay. Seth Rollins is there, so no, nah, he's injured right now. Shut up, he's there. <laughs> they didn't say he was injured. All right, next. What, 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 what else we got? Uh, box boy, thing. box girl. That looks cool. Actually, I kind of want that. Cute indie um, puzzle puzzle game. It has a co-op yeah. option in it. Which I did. Wasn't there a box boy in 3ds? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I knew it looks familiar. I'm like I've seen this before somewhere, but yeah, I didn't get to play it. It's simple. Yeah. Good game. If it's like ten bucks, then I'd I'd probably be on it. I I can live with ten bucks. Honestly, yeah. I'll probably look into that. Uh, what else did we have? Oh, uh, I don't think you wrote. No, we'll get there. I guess I'll say this first. The updates to Smash Joker's coming finally. Joker is coming. Quite a surprise character. Yeah. Uh, Treasure Tracker co-op mode. I didn't see that, actually, in any of the highlights I read. Yep, yep. Captain uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker for the Switch is getting a free co-op mode update. Free. Okay. I was I, I didn't hear that when I was watching the Direct, so I was like, okay, DLC, that looks neat. No, it's free. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. That is really cool. Uh, that, uh, never, that really gives a lot of incentive to get the Switch version of the game, you know? I never had it, and honestly, I was going to just buy a Wii U version because it was going to be cheaper. Um, but now, luckily, I didn't. So, that worked out for me. And Bloodstained set for a summer summer release. Um, still vague about it, but... <laughs> Starter games. Look, I'm sorry, I don't have faith in that game at all. It looks neat. They have full waifu neat. customization mode in the game they added. <laughs> There we go. So, like, honestly, I don't, I think that game will be fine, but I am so burnt by Kickstarter games that, like, I, I'm so cynical about even wanting to, like, try it. I don't blame you. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah Kickstarter I, games don't, haven't given you much of a reason. Yeah. For, they, um, they've all looked promising, and then, like, something just happened. Nah. Like, I don't well, know. It's like I mean, EA. That, what, what confidence have they, have they given you to to be positive about a, a Kickstarter game release, you know, but the last time however, I was, however, Kevin, yeah. Bloodstained yes. Rit- Ritual of the Night did come out and that one was really good. That was good. And that's kind of why I'm like, Oh, maybe, but I'm like, yeah, but also no, it could be fooling you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, 
scared, excited. I'll, I'll see what it looks like. I love Metroidvania games, which is like, maybe I'll have a bias that like shuts off the negativity receptor in my brain. Mm. But yeah, that's we'll all see. I'll see. Yeah. Oh, the thing you didn't put on here. Uh, Tetris 99. No, I put it on there. We'll get, it's there later. I don't see it. Oh, okay. So we're going to not talk about it right now or no? We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Dragon Quest 11. Um, okay. It's on other things right now. and It's going to be cheaper. So. Yeah. Sure. It's I guess uh, if fall you want 2019. Switch. One year am after I, release. Am I crazy? And I think this was in the direct. But did they not say there was going to be a 3DS version of that game? Did that just get scrapped? I wasn't I aware there was a 3DS version was, I think it was, like, announced, and I remember them saying, like, top screen was going to be, like, a 3D RPG, and the bottom screen was going to be, like, pixel art, and you look at it in 2D. I don't, I don't believe so. I remember that being a thing, and I know I'm not making that up. I was like, that's so cool looking, because, like, you see, like, two different views, like, the bottom would look like an any uh, Dragon Warrior. Hmm. And it would play, like, you'd take a left in the game, and then a left pixel art would go, you know? Well, that's news to me. Yeah, I, I that feel sound, like that's, not, That does sound really cool. I, I know I'm not making that up. I've seen it somewhere. Like, but anyway, yeah. Um, so if you haven't played Dragon Quest and you want to play it for like 1.5 hours portably, you could do that, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't recommend Dragon Quest XI. Uh, when that game came out, uh, la- yeah, last year in August, I believe, on the Modern <laughs> Cast, I wasn't impressed by it by any means. Um, I ain't shit on your opinions, but you're the only person I've heard that said anything negative. When I know it's played as well. This game's fucking cool. It's not. It's okay. I mean it's well, harmless, me, but it's it's not it's it's not <sighs> Okay. It's not so, gonna blow my mind. Absolutely not. You know how you know okay. how like tail t- the new Tales games are kind of these bare bones RPGs with action mechanics? Yes. That's what Dragon Quest eleven is. Just so, a no tad problem. better. I like that. I got no issue with that at all. There's not much to it. Yeah, I like Tales games, so if it's like a Tales game, that's cool. The new but ones? I, I, the last Tales game I played was... Well, I played Symphony and Hearts R. So I don't know how Bazerian's Assyria is, but I liked what I've played. And who knows how the new one will be. I gotta try it. My friend liked it. So I'll go with that. Well, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is finally coming, uh, the Western port, uh, yeah. July 2019. I thought that was out, honestly. Well, it is in Japan. I thought, no, I thought it was on PS4, isn't it? No. Uh, actually, yeah, you might be right. Dragon Quest Builders yeah. 2 might be on PS4 right now, yeah. Good job, Switch. Way to fucking get on the train late again. Well, well no, Switch is <laughs> way different than everything else. They gotta, you know, they gotta downgrade a bunch of features and, and change up change it up accordingly no i don't They're really selling it there um, i don't mind <laughs> ports coming out later that's always been I a thing do, i don't always. mind the, so much the port being later but like by then it's like it's cheaper on on a ps4 so like i'm gonna i'm personally just gonna buy it there you know well that kind of encourages you to get a different console then <laughs> yeah well I, I mean i'm not gonna buy it for switch if like it's just there you know there's a lot of people I, with, I, I, just have switches I, 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 well, yeah, that's fine. I'm not saying they, they can't, but like, I, I also know people, especially around my area, who are just like, well, I don't really want to, you know, it's cheaper than other things, but it's coming out for Switch, so I'll play it there. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. 
Like, oh, you know, because it's on the Switch. I'm like, not a good reason. Yeah, but we've talked uh, about this. That portable aspect is just, is huge. People for love it. 90 whole minutes, you can play a portable. Oh, it lasts longer than that. Yeah, if you're playing like a 2D indie game, sure. No, Breath of the Wild was, I think, two and a half, three hours. Uh, that's, that's not long. And you know what the other thing about it is? I hate that you can't just use any, like, USB. That's like the biggest pain in the ass to me. Well, well, yeah. I just don't understand how they could have done that, like, not thought about that. Uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure they did, and it, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a valid reason behind it. I know it draws a lot of power, but like, come on, man, I have to go buy a special USB power bank. Now, granted, because I have to buy that special one that still works with other stuff, it charges my phone real fast. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's just like, here's like nuclear power to my phone. Not wrong. Not wrong. No, there's Moving that, on. I guess. What else we got? Rune what Factory. Else? Oh, I, thought, I don't know who's reading. Yeah, Rune Factory 4 is coming to uh, Switch. Cool. I guess. Uh, I don't play Rune Factory. I never really played Harvest Moon either. Um, I'm actually more interested in Stardew Valley. Like, I haven't played that either, but it looks more fun. So, I don't know, Rune Factory, if you like that. Do you like Rune Factory? I've actually never played Rune Factory games. Uh, yeah, I the... think it's Harvest Moon plus RPG. Yes, and that's what I wrote in my notes here. It's basically Harvest Moon with dungeon oh. crawling. Yeah, I mean, maybe if it's like, I've never seen cheap enough. That's my other issue. Like, well, I, yeah, I want to try them, but I'm like, yeah. money. It's a very niche audience, and those people that buy it love it. So, um, there's that. Well, the good, the, the good, you know, you know what a big positive when ports do come out? What's that? It makes the original so much cheaper. Like it you does. said. It does, you're not wrong. So, it, when Rune Factory 4 comes to the Switch, that 3DS mm -hmm. version is just going to plummet at, like, half price. And, Hopefully. Uh, maybe that might be a time to, you, you know what we didn't mention at the top of the cast? We were talking about the, the Metacritic scores. Hmm. Uh, there's been three 3DS games that have come out in the past month, and Why? they all have, and they all have good reviews, but they're selling like ass. Oh, you know what? I did hear that. Some, uh, what, I was listening to, I can't remember who was doing the podcast, but somebody said, like, the new Mario RPG. <laughs> What's the newest one that came out? It was, like, uh, Bowser's Bowser, Inside Story. Bowser Jr.'s Inside Story, whatever it's called. Yeah, they said it only sold, like, 80,000 copies, and for a Mario game, that's fucking atrocious. Yeah, it's the worst-selling yeah. 3DS game or worst-selling Mario game of all time. Which means you know you probably should go buy it. It's going to be a rip. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, you should probably go buy that now yeah. because then that's going to be a $200 um, game by next year. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm personally not going to go buy it because I have it on DS and I don't really care to do it again. Um, Is it just the hey. remastered DS version with, a uh, little, it's with some extra stuff? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, if you're into that, uh, do it, I guess. Maybe I'll get the DS version then. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. I mean, I I actually didn't really like the parts where you controlled Bowser, uh, but it does this neat thing where, like, if you go into Bowser fights, you get to turn your, your DS on its side and you play it that way. I always liked some, I always like, liked interesting things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that might be worth it for you if you're into that. For the Rune Factory games, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Rune Factory. Go buy <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, it's finally I, uh, coming out, Kevin. 
Well, here's the thing. Uh, July 26, 2019. But here's the thing. What's the thing? Tell the, me about the thing. Well, the, if they do it like they did um, Fates, I'm not interested. Ah, when that was, was a big three, worry of mine. Yeah, and they uh, made it clear in the direct when they aren't doing that. Good, because let me tell you, I I like Fire I'm not a big strategy RPG guy, but I do love me some Fire Emblem. But man, was I burnt the fuck out by the time I was done with all the Fates games. Because there are <laughs> three you. of them, they I'm are long games, and they are fucking hard. Like, I, by the end of, um, what's it called? By the end of Fates, I put it on Phoenix, which is like <laughs> permadeath off, and at the end of every turn, all your guys... And I was like, just get me through this game. <laughs> like, I kind of don't like, blame just, me on that one. Yeah, I was like, this is too much. Do not do this again. Like, fuck, man. I was so burnt out. And I almost, I think it took me a while to play another Fire Emblem after that. I was like, I'm good. Like, I loved Awakening. Shadow Dragon was a great remake. Um, and then Fates, I was just like, fuck, stop. Please. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then, like, Shadows of Valencia came out. And I, I didn't even fucking bother. Honestly, I was like, I get it. It's sure, sure, whatever. This is neat, though. They're doing this um, choose your house via via Harry Potter esque. There's a lot of Harry Potter kind of parallels yeah. in this new Fire cool. Emblem game. Uh, nice. You complete a store. You can comp- compete. Complete a story <laughs> through uh, each of these houses, uh, mm-hmm. and you and you're in a school setting just like Harry Potter. <laughs> so it looks to have a lot of replay value and plenty of hot and I and I and I and I wrote this down on purpose hot anime waifus and husbandos to choose from. <laughs> that is just uh, just a thing. Yeah, I think they're they're very self aware. Oh god, yeah. Like yeah, they have to be because like the mobile game was very <laughs> scandalous. By the way. And also, what was that girl's name in um, Fates that was, like, your sister that wanted to bang you? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, she had uh, Camilla or something? Oh, yeah. great tits. Yeah, um, great tits. Great, great tits. on that one. <laughs> and actually, I, once I found out I was not... And she's like, oh, you're not my brother? I was like, so what the fuck? <laughs> is, that, is that just I, the most anime answer ever? So we're not yeah, I was, I, yo, Is we're it time to really have sex now? I think it's time to have sex. Yeah, you're you you are very maternal to me, but man, do you want to fuck real bad? Like, <laughs> God. Oh, my brother! Somebody save him! You want to fuck? I saw this video. Man. I know where this is going. <laughs> I've seen hentai. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen enough hentai to know where this is going. But I'm excited. A Fire Emblem game uh, coming to a mainline console and not on handheld. Uh, this yeah. is with the handheld option of the Switch. I mean, this just this this prints money in my mind. You want to know what would be a better idea? Let's um let's remaster the Wii and GameCube games and not make them like five thousand dollars. That'd be awesome. I would really like to see a remaster yeah. of the GameCube one in particular. Yeah, because that's when Ike really like came into his own. Big, like, especially with Smash, he's a big character. Yeah. Like, he's, like, one of the best characters in Smash, in my opinion. So, like, the fact that there isn't a remaster of one of those games is kind of, like, a crime to me. Would you be okay with a, a straight port? Sure, honestly, that game doesn't look that bad. At this point, yeah, may- maybe. And then, yeah, GameCube doesn't look too bad still. The, a lot of it's cel-shaded yeah. graphics, too. Which I'm so. fine with. Uh, you want me to play your game no matter how bad? 
cell shaded. Cell cell shaded ages very well. Yeah. Also, like I don't know, just Ike is cool, and he doesn't have enough personality. I feel like. So, like maybe like remastering that game with the story. <laughs> I mean, the story was okay, but you know, it's a generic. Like well, it's we a- must stop the evil people. It's it's your atypical turn-based strategy story. Great. A war is so happening. Not- there's a bad guy. He's going to take shit over. Stop him. There Stop that bad guy, I guess? That's like uh, that's every turn-based strategy yeah. story out there. I mean, I'm playing Wargroove right now. That just came out in February. Made by the Stardew Valley people, Kevin. That's where I've heard that before. I was like, I've heard Wargroove before. Yeah, I've been just addicted to that game. I heard a lot of people like it. I'm not... I wanted to play it, but the, the, I'm not good. And I heard it was very Advanced Warsy. So, um... Yeah, it is very Advanced Warsy, yes. Yeah, the only thing that killed me in Advanced Wars is I hate that repopulate like in most games, because then I was like, alright, I killed all the... Oh, fuck, they're bad. <laughs> so that, that's why I kind of like dove off Advanced Wars. Um, but Fire Emblem, perfect. Love it. Um, I'll give it a shot. But I was gonna say when it gets cheap, but it's not gonna be cheap. No, of. it's a Nintendo yeah. game. It's a Fire Emblem I, game. Yeah, I saw eat. the Warriors game was on clearance at my for Switch, and the clearance price was a solid forty seven ninety nine. I was like, okay, okay, that's not a clearance. Well, it's a good, it's a good thing you did buy that because Warriors is not a good game. I like Dynasty Warriors, so I'll, I'll try it. I like, I love Hyrule Warriors, but I should probably get the Switch version because the Wii one is not great for. Um, oh. at all. Oh. I don't understand it. Here's a Nintendo-esque decision. The the Wii U tablet screen is like 244p or whatever, and they were like, what if we made that the TV resolution when you play two-player? Perfect! That was an that was issue stupid. with many games, yeah. Yeah. I didn't buy Pokin, uh for that reason either, because I heard the two that was bad. The Wii U was tough to develop for, you know? Yeah, but it was like Nintendo doing it. Like, you it was could tough for them out. to develop for. <sighs> I know. Uh, okay, so now we're on the thing I wanted to t- Okay. Uh, Tetris 99. I am guilty of having a knee-jerk reaction, because all I saw was Tetris Battle Royale and headlines. I go, what <laughs> the fuck kind of society am I living in right now <laughs> where we have a Battle Royale Tetris game? We've gone too far. And then like upon seeing it, I'm like, oh, just 99 people playing Tetris and the last man standing is the best one. Yeah, hey, that's... Such a simple concept, right? Well, yeah, I was like, sure, why not? Uh, I think the term Battle Royale is being thrown out a little too loosely, personally. Because um, I don't know if I'd call it Battle Royale. I expected to see Tetris blocks. Like, I, honestly, what I expected to see was people playing Fortnite, and instead of building stuff, they were building Tetris walls. <laughs> That's honestly what I expected. And I was like, oh, okay, this isn't that bad. Um, yeah, but they hey, just use Battle Royale as a, as a way to describe it, because it's a term everyone knows. Yeah. So Kirby Battle Royale, by the way, in 3DS now. Um, that's a cool game, by the way. Dude, Tetris 99 is super fun. Do you need online to play it? Like, do I have to be in yes. the Switch online? Yeah, yeah. But I guess the I'm not buying The that, game then. itself is free, though, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying I just signed Switch up for the seven-day trial. That's all I did. Yeah, I just, I think their online service is crap. I know PSN is held together by, like, duct tape and, like, upstairs PS2 in the back room. But <laughs> fucking, there's nothing on the Switch online service that makes but I, I will say uh, Switch Online in terms of Tetris 99 has worked flawlessly for me. Yeah, I believe it. It's just like I, I 
per, I have a personal not that issue with them and how they tough, distribute. Tough game for it to for it to run. <laughs> no, but like I, I I just have a personal issue with how they distribute like their old games, and mm-hmm. that's like the main thing why I'd want to get it. And I'm like, you, there's no reason less than a gig of 25 year old NES games should be so hard to just go boop. They're all uploaded. You know, like, and then they can't, they can't even do it back on the Wii. I don't have faith in them now. Anyway, Tetris 99. Yeah, cool. I, re- I, re- I realized with Tetris Effect coming out last year in VR and then playing Tetris 99, I go, I was thinking, all of a sudden it dawned on me on like day five of playing these things. I go, I played a lot of Tetris in the last like six months. <laughs> so if I were, let's say I, I was someone who was going to get some, which would you rather play? 99 or Tetris Effect? Tetris 99 or? Tetris effect. Yeah, like, yeah. Which one would you like? If you say I, if you have a PSVR, it's Tetris effect hands down. Okay. Because it's a mesmerizing experience. Have you ever played Tetris Plus on PS One? It has a little Safari guy on it. No, 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 no. That okay. that is a Tetris game because um. Well, there's that one. And then we and played then fucking te- Tetris Attack for the podcast just the last episode. So I'm like, there's a lot a of Tetris, Tetris going on. It's not life. a Tetris game. It still has um, Tetris in the name, Kevin. Yeah, whatever. I need to find a copy of Tetris Battle Guy then for <laughs> Super Famicom. That is a, that's the fucking best Tetris game, by the way. Oh, it's too much Tetris in my life right now. No, it has superpowers. <laughs> I'm, like I'm burned out of Tetris. <laughs> no, you're not. Go play Yakuza then, you nerd. <laughs> I was already bowling in Yakuza and hitting on the chick in that game. <laughs> And then you play Tetris in the arcade in the game, right? Perfect. Uh, no, they have um, in Yakuza Zero. It was Space Harrier, so I was playing Space oh. Harrier again. <laughs> oh, good, great. This is why you're getting burned out in the podcast. We're going to lose you. <laughs> All right, let's finish up this Nintendo Direct here. We're running long. Are we though? Yeah. All right. Which ports? What else we got? Uh, uh, the Hellblade. Sure. Cool. Awesome. I don't love that game. It, actually, what are they going to do about the audio thing? Because I don't think you can use Bluetooth headphones for Switch. So, like, isn't that the whole point of the game? To, like, hear things? And you just put headphones in. Yeah, but uh, what if I want to play it docked? There's no Bluetooth support. Don't play it docked. <laughs> well, fucking, okay, then my battery dies. <laughs> Damn it. No. Uh, what else we got? Dead by Daylight? I don't know shit about that game. Yeah, zombie so. game. All right, cool. Unravel yeah. 2. Uh, yeah, why not? It's cool to co-op indie platformer with Yarny and the Shaky Hands Man. I bet it'll sell better on the Switch than it did on yeah. anything else. I bet it will because the Switch needs games. Am I right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Remastered Ask Creed 3. Lol. I like that you put that there because that was the one nobody was fucking asking for. I laughed when uh, I saw that. I go, of all the games, <laughs> of all the I mean, Ask Creed games. Of, they're funny. I would have rather than put Rogue on there because uh, people need to play that, including me. But uh, the only reason I'm interested in it is because it remasters the Vita game. Mm. So that is kind of worth it for me to buy it for that reason. But then I remember I have to put more money into Askweed 3. Mm. And I want to do that. But, uh, sure, I guess. Askweed 3 on Switch exists. Yeah, lol. <laughs> Uh, two surprises we have. Oh, all right. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, go, I'll yes. let you. You sound excited. Go ahead. So, Platinum Games, uh, mm-hmm. they're having quite the relationship with Nintendo, aren't they? Yes. My God, that's uh, fine. They've after, had a good relationship, though. 
Well, yeah, and it's only getting better, and Insomniac seems to be, like, heading in that direction, too, with PlayStation and Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, So, Platinum is coming out with a new game called Astral Chain, and this looks balls-to-the-walls fun. Well, I I honestly didn't see it, so I need you to describe it to me. So, it's an anime, cel-shaded sci-fi game. Near Automata, got it. Well, funny enough, it's made by uh, the guy behind Bayonetta and Nier Automata. Not the main like story guy, but one of the main dudes behind Nier Automata. Okay. So, uh, two yeah, real, real good guys from Platinum are behind Astral Chain. So, there's a big positive right there. And mm-hmm. uh, it comes out August 30th, so just seemingly out of nowhere, right? Right. Um, you wonder why Nintendo's not like part of E3 heavily anymore? Well, this is kind of why. They just have a direct, and they're like, here's a game. It's coming out later this year. Get hyped. <laughs> Honestly, E3's kind of pointless to me. <laughs> uh, it's it's slowly fading. Um, yeah. Companies are just doing their own thing now. and it, You know, it might be better since E3's had... It's been, it's been in that more investor territory for too long now. So... Uh, yeah. And then Platinum Platinum announced Scalebound's possibly coming to the Switch, too. So, something's up with uh, Microsoft, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, Pretty uh, cool. I'm, I'm really, yeah. uh, really going to be paying attention to, to <laughs> news and info coming out about Astral Chain. Yeah. And then the bigger, the bigger, the bigger surprise. Uh, probably, yeah. The other, the Play other Mo- surprise. Playmobil Link's Awakening. Remade Link's Awake Awakenings. No, out. no, it's it's by Playmobil. You remember those little things? Playmobil. Remember those little action figures? Maybe. All right, I'm gonna uh, spell this out for you. Hold on. Okay. Uh, get on the Googles. I'm gonna, right, I'm I'm on, gonna spell you. Okay, on the Googles. If you hear some typing, right. forgive us. P L A Y. P L A Y. M O B I L. Playmobil. Yeah, look at look at those little like baby action figures. You're gonna be like, "Fuck, Link's a Playmobil." Uh huh. Yeah. Look I'm like excited knock about off Legos. Kind of are they're from babies, dude? I'm excited. That here's everyone suspected it was going to be a Skyward Sword remake, and I went, "Why?" <laughs> Nobody wants to remember that one. But, yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, and then uh, like they already did the Metroid Two thing, which I think Metroid Two. Um, but then Link's Awakening, man, I was not ready for that fucking remake of all the ones you could have picked. I thought Twilight Princess was actually going to get ported too, but nope, they did the one that nobody was ready for. This is great because we played it. Uh, we played Link's Awakening on the podcast. Um, yeah, and I really loved it. It's definitely one of my mm-hmm. favorite Zelda games now, and it's seemingly remade in that in that um, uh, Zelda 3DS. Uh, 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 Link Between Worlds esque type engine, yeah. you know, or ty- type Which I'm design. Totally okay with the, this. This is perfect for it. It keeps it simplistic, yeah. stays at its roots. Uh, right. You know, the world's going to be uh, expansive and um, uh, bigger layouts, which is really nice because you know, on the playing on the Game Boy, you know, they're much smaller. You you know, you're going to have much more. Um, aspects to work with with this remake this is this is really cool uh it's definitely a game that is going to be remade enough where it's going to feel like a new game as well you know yeah 
Which, hey, fine. The only thing you gotta do, you know what would have been really Finish Cat. Finish Cat. another one. Yeah, yeah. Finish Cat, the GBA one that nobody played, which is sad. Well, maybe, so, maybe, maybe that's around the corner. Maybe they have, maybe I, they have an idea to bring a lot of the, a lot of those older uh, mobile Zelda games. Could you imagine uh, the uh, seasons games, the two season ones coming out? Yeah, great. I just went over. Remember how I just went over how we thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'd be a cool dual pack, I guess. Honestly, I think Nintendo's on a fine path doing like original game remake, original game remake. Keep the palette warm. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a great strategy. Um, there's enough history there to do it. Honestly, what I w- here's like my dream game is a remake of Link to the Past, but in Breath of the Wild style graphics and that kind of world, like not top down. Hmm. That that's like my dream game. Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, one day, one day, and then make Ocarina of Time good. All right, moving on. You know, not on N64. Oh wait, it's on 3DS. Never mind. On 3DS, I forgot about that. Yeah, so uh, I think the Nintendo Direct kind of nailed it out. They they had some demos come out. Uh, I didn't I didn't try them. No. So, uh, hey, good direct. A very good direct. Yeah. It, it made right. uh, it may it it makes the rest of 2019 Nintendo uh, look very very interesting. Um, they're they're gonna have more exclusive than Xbox. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, I mean, so uh, do you want to talk about that little rumor? No. Uh, what, the Xbox Game Pass coming to Switch? Is that confirmed, or is that like a rumor? I think it's just a rumor. Does it really I matter, be... though? Oh, I think I don't think there's going to be a next Xbox. And if there is, I think it's just going to be like, hey, if you want to just buy our box, you can. But I think, honestly, Xbox is just going to be like... A service. It's gonna be on everything, and it's gonna be like, here's like Microsoft games. That yeah, idea. like I kind of want to try PlayStation now because that seems like the same idea now. But like you know, just here, pay this money. Here's the games, ten bucks a month. Suck our dicks. Here we go. Yeah. Honestly, Game Pass is the reason I want Xbox One. Well, you don't even need an Xbox One. They're they're expanding it on PC, so just get it on yeah, PC. Yeah, my PC has to like be strong enough to play those. Ah, you just. Downgrade the the graphics. On what am I going to do? Update my drivers all weekend? <laughs> hey, nerd. <laughs> PCs are for Minesweeper and taxes. <laughs> oh god, I love that. Yeah, and emulation. Speaking of which, a short story. I, uh, you know, people always hype up Raspberry Pi. Sure. So my friend gave me one. How the fuck do people use these? These things are complicated as shit. Yeah, pretty much right. Yeah, I don't get that. Anyway. Moving on to the theme, I'm going to play Pokemans. Hey, have you ever watched an episode of anime and been confused about what the hell happened? Honestly, that sounds like every anime I have ever watched. Well, guess what? At the Nerdum and Other Nonsense Anime Podcast, we have a patented process for deciphering the current hit anime week to week, so even you can understand it. That's right, we climb into an anime's cockpit, attach handles to its ass, insert ourselves doggy style, and gently explore its inner workings until completion. Uh, well guys, this ad just got really weird, so... There's plenty more innuendo where that came from on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube, at Nerdum and Other Nonsense. Come check us out! You know you want to, darling. 
hey, hey. Hello, Kitty. We got Disney ah, games to talk uh, about. This is your theme pick, Kevin. Yeah, because I needed something on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ironically, I am not a Disney fan, um, which is weird enough. Like, especially no, it's not helping playing Kingdom Hearts two. Fuck that game's annoying. Um, yeah, it is. Man, I'm I'm not a Disney fan, but <clears throat> like, I'm not a I'm I'm not craving for the days of Mickey Mouse again or anything. Ooh. But I think we had some good picks. You know? They were definitely a nice little variety, uh, as we as as I as I just noticed when I was making the agenda and everything, going through uh, the companies. Uh, between you, me, and Colin, when we picked our two games, we ended up picking games developed and published by the same people. Yeah. That was a nice little coincidence. I don't know if everyone uh, did that on purpose. I know I, I, I kind of did, based on everyone else's picks. Right. You know, just because I, I wanted to be different. <laughs> you nerd. Yeah, that's what I do. So, uh, these, are, these are games uh, based on Disney properties. Uh, not necessarily not necessarily developed by Disney themselves, but they're Disney character based. So, uh, sixteen bit era was definitely the strongest um, during this time. Not all of it's from that era, but uh, you know, you got your you got your Donald Ducks, you got your Mickey Mouse's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, which is funny enough because yeah, like you said, Kingdom Hearts just came out, so a lot of people are in the Disney. Uh, the Disney craze right now, or at least getting more familiar. And this was definitely a time when uh, these properties, you know, they just weren't shit out into a cheaply made cash grab game. Right? Right. At they least actually the had some effort behind them, and it was like, uh, it was almost cared for. But then again, no. Yeah. <laughs> So let's get into. Uh, you want to do Colin's picks first? Work, work, uh, work his because Colin's not here. He uh, he's busy. He left us. He's a busy guy. He's lo- he left us. <laughs> Colin's abandoned the podcast. He's abandoned. <coughs> let's. Um, so, why don't you go over his first pick? <coughs> his first pick: Lion King for the Super Nintendo Genesis and Game Boy by Virgin Interactive. And December ninety uh, nineteen ninety four. Uh, it's a story of Simba growing up and trying to get revenge for his dad, trying to defeat Scar. My notepad just went freaked out. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> game has a lot of fun colors. I'm a. I played this personally on Genesis. Um, oh, interesting. I, yeah, I had a a big. I don't like the colors on Genesis. I feel like it looks very oversaturated. Personally, um, Super Nintendo one yes. I think looks way better. Um, but um, I know what you mean I about the oversaturated better. colors. Uh, that was yeah. that was kind of a Disney thing of the era. Yeah, you know, a yeah, lot, I, a I lot of uh, a lot of reds and oranges all the, all the time. All the time in this yeah. game. Um, it was the same on the I, Super Nintendo. It wasn't just the Genesis then. Yeah, I like this game uh, personally, but it ha- the difficulty curve in this is notoriously insane. Uh, the first level's not too bad. Uh, I believe it's the second level I had issue with where you're swinging on monkey tails a yes, lot. Yes, I hated that. Or, or the the hippo tails. The, you don't hit the tail. You have to go to, like, the left butt cheek of the hippo. <laughs> and then Simba, like, snaps to their tail. And the the every hippo seems different. And it is 
annoying. I like I if I wasn't playing the safe states, I would have lost my mind playing this game. Um, and then once you finally spend three hours doing that level, there is this other level where you're being thrown around in trees by monkeys to figure out which way you have to go to progress. No matter how many times I play this game, I can never fucking remember how to get through it. It seems random, it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's so... And people, like, every time I say the word, that game, I'm like, you like the first level of that game. Right? Like, you don't like this game. Like, if you played it now. Uh, and then once you finally get past that, you get to the stampede level, and that's where you, the game's over. I don't think there's any more game after that. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty um, convinced. After after I got stuck on level level two, right? Same right. issue, same issue uh, that you had. Um, I just decided to put in because I was just having a bad time, right? Yeah, yeah. And I go, this game can't be this bad, right? I, I get it. It's it's notoriously hard right now. I, I've heard I've heard the rumors, and um, it's like, yeah, this is this isn't very fun. I put in the infinite lives code, right, and then I got through it. I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. But because I had the infinite life code. Um, the game then has a weird difficulty curve to it after that, where Simba grows up. And, you know, big lion time. He's got, got the big mane. Um, he yeah, gets a snipe attack. And he can beat yeah. the shit out of all the hyenas and everything. The game gets really easy at that point. Yeah, but like, that's the thing. Like, the game is almost programmed backwards. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was just really. It was really odd how a game got was so. It was so difficult at one point, and then it just on a dime goes. Nope, not super easy. And you just yeah. fin- and you kind of finish it. I go, wow. Man. Honestly, I I couldn't be. Bo- Once I got to Elephant Graveyard, I was like. <laughs> It's not the worst game in the world. Like, I get, if you stick with it, it's it's easy enough to beat. But the fucking stampede is like the the textbook definition of when they were making games so hard that you you had to buy them, you couldn't rent them, you had to dedicate to beat this game. It was, honestly, it was by design for sure. Yeah, like I I understand that games pretty much before PS One and Xbox Four were not meant to beat unless it was an RPG. But like fucking, this is dumb hard. Yeah, you had you had to. This this suffers from like a Ninja Gaiden three type thing, uh, yeah. where yeah, where the, the difficulty curve was made to be at a certain level. Usually, usually mm-hmm. the rule is like three or four, and then you just hit a wall to prevent you from just going to Blockbuster <laughs> and having the game. So yeah. this Lion King game, uh. I also didn't really like the loose controls. I thought the platform, like you said, um, with the hippo level and swinging on the tails, it's not the tail. It's it's more the the, the left butt cheek hip area. So right. things like that just weren't intuitive. And uh, yeah, gri, gri, uh, GI Brian in the Twitch chat is just like, yeah, old Lion King game. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I don't think there's ever been another Lion King. Yeah, not like this anyways. That's uh, for maybe sure. PlayStation One. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they did those weird like Lion King one and a half. So I'm gonna look that up now while we're looking at that. If it wasn't for that weird difficulty level to this, mm-hmm. I would have passed it. But I'm failing Lion King. Yeah, I could live without playing it. And uh, just as an update, the PAL PS2 Son of Lion King is a game that exists. 
Oh, well, uh, that's, de- that's definitely post when Disney cared about making games. <laughs> there's Lion King one and a half and G. Oh, that was a port. That was a later port. One and a half? Yes. Really? Yeah. I, th- I remember oh. reading that. That's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap. It runs for like about 10 bucks. So. And then Simba's Mighty Adventure? I don't think I want to play that. Game Boy Color movie games are especially bad, by the way. <laughs> so. Uh, hey, that exists. So what's funny is when I uh, bought a used Super Nintendo, it came with this game, and I just never bothered playing it. I just didn't have an interest. This is the first time I played played it. That was not, It was kind of an experience. I was like, oh yeah, I do have this game. <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so, I have an excuse to finally just pop it in. Yeah. So Lion King, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, for some reason, I feel like it's something you have to But at the same time, it's really not that great. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like, seem to so, have it, though. It's so common, I feel like everyone had it back in the day. G.I. Brian um, asks, is there even an ending? No, there isn't. <laughs> the the <laughs> ending is probably like Shinobi, <laughs> like, good job. Uh, See, I, the, that the, that the still thing really is, irritates me to this day. <laughs> the thing is, that was like the problem with most games back then. Which I don't is like they didn't want you to beat it or expect you to, so they're just like, "Hey, game over. Good job." <laughs> uh, but I will give this game one credit. Uh, even on the Genesis, the sound samples for the voicing pretty good. You know what? Uh, that's gonna be a th- that's gonna go along with our little uh, Disney game theme we're talking about here. Is yeah. the music was always on point. Yeah, and the sound so, effects usually went with it too. I would I would say, especially in the Super Nintendo, like when the starts and like the roaring sounds pretty good. Um, hey, pretty good game. You know, yeah. for at least technically wise. Technically. Uh, gameplay wise, go right to hell. <laughs> All right. So. So Colin's second pick, and again, he couldn't be here, was the Jungle Book video game. Yeah. Uh, what, what port did you play? So it came out originally on the Master System, and that's what kind of stood out to me. However, uh, I couldn't even find an M, uh, a ROM of that. So, I was going to say, when you said Master System, I did not remember. It was really, it was really odd. Uh, Thank but, you, boy. So it came out a year later to to it was ported to like everything right so right. mostly super nintendo game. genesis i again played the super nintendo version mm-hmm. did you play the genesis i played genesis okay so those came out in 94 uh like a year later um this game runs for about eight bucks it's developed by disney software virgin Air, uh, published by virgin interactive so same people basically behind or same team behind the lion king game and man um, does it feel like it and yes, on a lot of levels, or a lot on a lot of comparisons, um, yeah. stages are divided into chapters, which sequentially comprise of the plot of the Jungle Book. I thought that was a nice little touch, nice, cool. Uh, Lion King tried to do it to an extent; it was just odd how it went down. Uh, yeah. Le- well, levels... what are you going to do beyond like a stampede? Yeah. Uh, right. right. So. Levels are completed by collecting a, uh, a sufficient number of gems uh, that you find along these open open world type levels, then uh, finding a specific character placed within the level. So it's got this open world element to it, um, which was which was 
way different than Lion King. Because Lion King felt like a straight platformer left to right uh, with different levels that required you to do different things. You said Stampede, the the Hippo Tail, the Monkey Toss kind of deal. Uh, this wasn't like that. This had a set formula that each level is going to be by, and uh, you might have a boss character uh, encountered every other level. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, just like the Lion King, I thought the controls were very loose. I did think the open level design definitely fit the theme of the game that was it was going for, despite being just kind of okay at it. Uh, I did find it fairly fun to navigate through. Um, it did get a little rinse and repeat though, which I didn't really care for. Right. What'd you What'd you think about the the Jungle Book game? I I, I kind of I did so I played. Uh, and then it went right to Jungle Book, and it felt so similar, technically-wise. I was like, I kind of don't want to play this. <laughs> I didn't play it very long. It felt very loose and floaty, and I, I'm really not a big Jungle Book fan, so like, there was really nothing motivating me, like, nostalgic-wise, to play okay. it. So I gave it, like, a, the first level, and I was like, okay, this is just Lion King with Moby. Moby? What's his name? Mobley. Mo- whatever. It was, I don't know, honestly, I, I'm really bored of it. I was actually um, talking with a few people. I was like, you remember the Jungle Book? And they go, yeah. Well, I'm playing a video game. And they, they were pronouncing him Mobley. Why? Mob. That's so wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's like when people say Mario. I'm like, hey, you can't speak English. That's oh, fine. You mean like in Canada? Uh, yes, you guys are wrong. <laughs> Just like your metric system. Uh, the so. thing the world uses, Kevin? Shut up. <laughs> Mobley. Mobley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So Mo- Mo- Mowgli, yeah, he's a bit floaty. Uh, controls were a bit loose, just like Lion King. However, I thought this game played much better. It didn't have that crazy difficulty curve in it, which was very well, nice. Yeah, it was paced better, but like, I don't know, it just seems so similar. It felt similar, yeah. I thought yeah. the game was much better, though. Uh, maybe I'll have um, to go back to it. If the if if the levels felt different from each other, uh, I think this could have been a slam dunk of a game. Um, there wasn't enough blue in the game for sure. That's always a problem. Which is, you know the Jungle Book's best character. I don't know why they couldn't find ways to add more blue in the game. There was a there was one there 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 was a fun little level where you're riding on Baloo's stomach as he's going down the river, and you know there's. There's like, uh, I think that was the level with the bare necessities going on in the background, which was really mm-hmm. nice. So there's a lot to love about this game. And for about eight bucks, I'm, I'm sure you can find it cheaper. I'm going to yeah. actually pass this game, Kevin. That's, I mean, I didn't get far, so I could probably agree with you because I was, like you said, it wasn't bad. I was just like, yeah. I, yeah. Know. The, uh, you even, I mean, you get upgrade like weapon upgrades because you can throw bananas in the game and what have you You even get a double banana attack and i thought that was a nice little thing nice little touch <laughs> it's 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 just a simple platformer this it, it, if i was if i had a super nintendo as a kid right if i was one of those kids right. I, I just an nes uh and i was really into the jungle book this would have been a great game to give a child of that era you know lion right. king was too damn hard 
kid's going to play one level and then get frustrated and never play it again. Jungle, a game like the Jungle Book, even though all the levels felt the same after a while, which they kind of were, it was still playable and you can beat the game. Right. It was very nice. It was very nice. It was a nice experience. It was simple. It wasn't great by any means. It was acceptable. No, but it's a, is it a good $8 game? I think it's a good $8 game. I wouldn't pay more than that. Yeah. But I think for 8 bucks, it's fine. Fine. Yeah. It, it, GG. 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 Okay. So we're so those were Colin's two picks. Now we're on to your picks, Mister Theme Chooser. Uh, yeah, I kind of wish I had more do? time because to... honestly, I was like Disney because I was playing King of Hearts, and I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm really wasting my pick here. Um, not that they're bad. I was just like, man, why'd I do this? Uh, so anyway, the first pick is Ducktales Two for NES, the rarer. Of the DuckTales the games. And that does not so we the, played the, the first DuckTales for the podcast, I believe. We did. And actually, I uh, I kind of wanted to convince you to play DuckTales Remastered, but then I realized it's too new. Fuck. Um, so, like its predecessor, it's a non-linear platformer that allows the player to choose and complete all the levels in any particular order. Being developed by Capcom, by the way. Uh, yep. Very Mega Man-like. Uh, yep. Controls are the same as the old game. His, I really hate this keypad because I keep fucking up the notepad. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. You're uh, a mess. You're a mess. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I am this a mess. This is a right serious retro gaming podcast, Kevin. You're ruining it. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking nerd. <laughs> Scrooge can use his cane more to interact. Firing cannons, springy, large gaffs. Um, this is what I would call DuckTales 1.5 if it came out today. Ooh. So, like, DuckTales 1 and 2, they're honestly very similar. Very and similar. It almost feels like this game didn't need to exist. Hmm, yeah, maybe. Like, honestly, they're, they're such similar games. The only thing that makes this game, like, interesting, I mean, it's a good game, I'm not saying it's bad, is the fact that it's so damn expensive. And, like, people feel the need to, like, want it in the collecting community. So, What's weird yes. enough, though, is there's a Game Boy version that's like ten bucks, and it's like the same fucking game. Indeed. So yeah. Um, just to be clear, uh, the NES version came out in spring '93, and then later that year in uh, December, it came out on the Game Boy. So a really right. quick port, right? Yes. The NES version runs for a minimum two hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> Game Boy version actually, runs anywhere from ten to fifteen dollars. Which yeah. actually, when I, when I, I was working at a game store, uh, we, me and the owner of the store, he, we saw Ducktales Super Game Boy in the case. We were both like, "Holy shit!" Like they didn't even know there was a Game Boy port. We immediately first we did eBay. Is this rare? Is this rare? And we're like, "No, this game's like ten bucks." We're like, "Well, that's disappointing." Like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like we we both didn't know it existed, and it's one of those weird things. People like have to have the one because you know the nes collectors i'm putting my finger up my nose if you can't tell um but there's the game Boy one's just fine this game's really not that different than ducktales one and honestly the first one's more memorable to me the first one's more memorable it it's it's got an older vibe to it uh the music is definitely more memorable from the first one the moon the moon level in particular uh, yeah. Um, this 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 game the sequel 
it's interesting because we did just play the first one last year, I believe. Yeah. And playing the second one, I only played the Game Boy version because I, you know, I, I don't want to drop $200 on sequel like this. Well, lucky for you, there's the Disney Afternoon Collection, which you could have gotten. That does exist. Yes. And that, honestly... You've been trying to convince me to buy the Afternoon Collection for a long time. Because it's a good deal. It's six games for 20 bucks, and two of those games are more than $200. Yeah, the Chippendale Rescue Rangers too. Yeah, that, that's the other which one. Which I kind of yeah. wish I put pick Chippendale. Now that I think about it, ah, it's okay. So, yeah. uh, the things they added in the game is definitely you know uh, pulling various objects. You can use the cane. Uh, you How can does fire. the cane pull? Uh, it, you you have to pull it towards you, so you can't really no, push get, things. No, I get it, but he kind of just like pokes it and it like suctions to it somehow. Yeah, sure, yeah, why not? Yeah. NES Disney. game, like. Go easy on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not going. I'm not saying it's it's fundamentally flawed. I'm just saying, like, huh, weird. And they added a few new mechanics, um, such as hanging from hooks, <coughs> adding things you can interact with, like cannons and getting on rafts. So you know, not uh, it was enough new things uh, to make it to make it warrant a sequel. I say, yeah, I don't think it's 1.5 to the extent it, that you make it out to be. I do like, and this was one of my major issues with the first one, was the jumping with the cane. I thought was much easier in the sequel. They refined that particular control. Everything felt even more smooth than before, and the Game Boy version felt very nice. Uh, Really cool stuff. Hmm. Now, was there a memorable level like the moon or the music sticking out? No. No. I'm afraid I can't can't say that about this one um, i will contribute that to a lot of people playing ducktales one mm-hmm. and i feel like it's be kind of coming osmosis thing not that it's not truly good but like people all talk about the moon but nobody's really played ducktales too to be like all communicating be like hey remember this level <laughs> yeah right yeah so look ducktales one is enough i i feel if you've only played one playing or not playing two which level did you choose first? Because that, that's that's something the DuckTales games had was was the uh, the ability to choose which level you start at. I, what did I start with, actually? I always started with Ni- the Niagara Falls level. I think I started with Egypt because I thought that was a really cool... At least that's the one that sticks out in my mind most. I, I don't know. I, yeah, you know, I, did, I started with Egypt and went to... Not gonna remember. Bermuda Triangle. No, Egypt, Bermuda Triangle. There's some Scotland. weird places to visit. It, it was, it was I, odd Scotland was honestly appropriate because, you know, Scrooge. Um, but honestly, I, th- I think Egypt was the best level. Just had a good theme. I don't know. It reminded me of the older game, too. Amazon? There's one level that was very similar in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that would be the, um, the jungle one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, jungle. That's what I'm thinking of. Amazon, jungle, whatever. Yeah, that was that was very similar to the first first uh, yeah. the, fir- the first level that everyone usually chose in the first game. There we go. Ugh. I think There's you had to twister. pick that one first. Like, like you get to a point in the level, it's like you need this item. Um, in the first uh, game, yes. Yeah, in the you remaster, it does one. not do that. But so. uh, in Ducktales two, you just you um, well the whole the whole purpose is you found 
a uh, a map to a treasure and you have to put the pieces together. You money. just immediately choose uh, a, any sort of level that's on this map, and then you find yeah. the little pieces. There you go. Right. So, good game? It's uh, okay? I am going to pass it, yeah. Yeah, I'll pass it, but I'm not, like, must play. It's not a must play. Not like the right. first one. The first one was very... It, st- it stands out a lot more. Yeah, there's a reason they only remastered the first one. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's honestly a Capcom ass thing they do. Like Ducktales two remastered, and then their collection. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> so that's a Capcom ass thing they do. Right. Moving along. Moving along. What was your second pick? The Magical Quest Star. Mickey Mouse on the Super Nintendo, developed by Capcom, published by Capcom. Uh, the plot of the game involves Mickey Mouse, Pluto, and oh, Kingdom Hearts, great. And Donald Duck are playing catch in the park when it is Goofy's turn to throw the ball. What the fuck happened there? Oh, I sneezed. Oh, don't do that. Anyway, Goofy <laughs> threw the ball too far, and Pluto runs off chasing the ball. Goofy runs after Pluto, and Mickey Mouse is alone, so he goes searching for his friends. Uh, but then, of course, he falls down a cliff into a strange magical land, as we all do. It's called tra- Taking Acid. Right. <laughs> uh, Mickey meets an old wizard who tells Mickey that Pluto was taken by the evil King Pete. You notice that uh, shit, what? though? Anytime Mickey's in a video game or any sort of story, you always, you have Pete. to... It, it's almost like you took acid, and you just have to suspend yeah. your disbelief. Be like, yeah, that shit happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and Pete just, you know, waiting there, t- trying to kidnap Dog. <laughs> no. I guess... And uh, then you just, you know, complete through six different levels uh, with your different powers and, you know, generic, not generic, that's not the right word, but woods, fire, wasteland, ice level. Um, Very typical, yeah. Yeah, it it was okay. A little bit of a slow-paced game. Um, I see you wrote here funny fart noises. Yeah. I didn't really pick up on that too much. I mean, it... Yeah, I guess they were farty sounding. <laughs> Dude, you jump, you jump on people's heads, and it makes a sound. That was like a common like '90s sound effect. For- well, yeah, because farts were big in the '90s. This <laughs> is true. Have we played Boogerman? No. <laughs> oh, we gotta play Boogerman. Can yeah, that like Steam the most- just be fucking weird ass games like Boogerman and? Well, we did have Bo- the theme "Strange and the Weird," Kevin. You could have picked Boogerman. Oh, I can't think of these things on the spot when you ask me. You're like, Kevin, I need games. Oh, thanks, man. Did we have gross 90s games as a theme? <laughs> Whose theme's next? Mine. Gross. Okay, cool. Theme spoiler. Got it. <laughs> Already chosen. I'm into that. But Magical Quest, it's a pretty good Capcom platformer. Honestly. Hover. I, for some reason, thought it was going to be like a weird mini. Uh, it turns out to be a pretty okay Mickey platformer. I mean, it's not offensive. It's pretty good overall, honestly. Um, it kind of is just slow. That's really it. Well, so the other game we played was the uh, uh, the Mickey Mouse platformer. Um, Mania, right? Um, I think, did we do Mickey Mania? No. Oh, what am I thinking of? Check the spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It, it's it's like magic 
Magic, oh, uh, Magical Chase starring Mickey Mouse. Oh, Magical Chase. <laughs> yes. That's Anyways, what it was. It, it's it's the it's the older it's the older platformer one, and um, just like how the Genesis one had a lot of nice animations and music and everything, Mickey just moved too slow. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, it's it's kind of slower paced. This one does that same thing. It, Mickey just moves a bit too slow for my liking. Uh, right. However, everything else seems to run pretty well. Um, the platforming didn't feel floaty, you know, like the other few games we talked about. Uh, everything's the music is real nice, real good music actually. Uh, right. Yeah, the plot's a little a little goofy. Plot a Super Nintendo game? Come on, no. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, right? No, wait, plot's a little goofy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. realized that as soon as I said it. <laughs> I, 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 I was debating, do I point, point this out? The, the, the four different special power outfits you get was, was a nice little touch. It kept the game, you know, from feeling, feeling stale. Uh, sure, it had the, the wood fire wasteland ice, you know, stages that you get in every game of the time. <laughs> If it's a platform. Fire, wind, water, heart. Yeah, you know. fire, wind, water, the heart level, of course. <laughs> At the end, you fight Captain Planet. Right? It's like, wait, whoa, what? Huh? Same game? Fuck, they should do a Captain Planet game that's good. You just have fire, wind, water, ice, and heart level. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody get on that. Get on that. Make a, make a Captain Planet platformer that just goes through the motions. I mean, there is one. It's just bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, oh, isn't that the one that caused a bunch of epilepsy issues? Uh, or is I've that never the Transformers heard about that, but game? Now I... No, that, yeah, that was a Transformers episode. Okay. I'm thinking there's, there's a Captain Planet NES game. Though. So, much, much like the previous uh, uh, Castle of Illusion. There we go. Got it. Much like the Castle Castle of Illusion game, this one plays very similar to that. It's I will say it's not as detailed as the Castle of Illusion games. Mm. Uh, so they were able to put more emphasis on uh, the jumping mechanic, not being floaty, uh, a little bit more refined. Um, Capcom was behind this game, so they know they know how jumping works in their games. I will give them that. So, uh, if Mickey moved faster, this would have been an easy pass. Uh, I think this is a bit too basic. Yeah, okay. Does it warrant a $15 price? I don't think so. No, but that's because it's on Super Nintendo. Yeah, well, the Super Nintendo bump, right? Nintendo bump. Yeah. I think if you can find the game for, for cheaper than that, Yes, I think I think it's worth getting. Uh, am I gonna pass the game? I will, but not for fifteen dollars. I gotta be I gotta be very specific about this one. How's ten? I, th- I think I could do ten. Yeah, I, think I, I, I could, could do, do 10. ten. Yeah. So all right, into it. Into it. All right. So so, so far so good. We haven't got a big stinker yet. <laughs> We're getting they're there. All, they're all okay. <laughs> oh, you picked the stinkers? What? Got 3DO, uh, you know? Oh, no, no 3DO here. Just Disney games. Oh, Disney oh, didn't no, come huh? out with 3DO. Uh, all right, so my first pick. Uh, I went more Sega this time around. 
You know, you went the Capcom. You went the Capcom. Colin went the Disney. I went Sega. So my first Sega Disney game is Quackshot. Came out on the Sega Genesis in 1991, December. Well published by Sega. Goes for about 15 bucks. So there's a theme there that a lot of these games are about the $15 range. Mm. Uh, Plot. Find the treasure Indiana Jones style because we're Donald Duck. He's got to find the treasure. He does love his treasure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some interesting huge. mechanics here where Donald Duck has a plunger gun <laughs> and you don't kill enemies. You just temporarily stun them, which causes a degree of difficulty when you have to backtrack through levels. Right? Right. So there's that. You can also use the plunger uh, to stick to walls and use it as a platformer at one point. Which I thought was a nice little neat little mechanic they added. Mm-hmm. And then you, you can pick up chili peppers via bonk style which yes, increases fuck. his temper to have a tantrum and it makes him go super fast allows him to become invincible for a little bit makes him makes his speed go out of the realm of con- uh, you can't control it, not really anyways. And, and it, that's how you can kill enemies. It knocks enemies out of the path. So uh However, I can only I can only appreciate you didn't have to hear Donald Duck's as he eats the pepper. Was was, like, yeah, well. <laughs> My only real issue in this game was the jumping again. This is a major theme that's happening in a lot of these Disney games is it felt super floaty. <laughs> and when you have a super floaty jumping mechanic. You tend to. Not hit jumps properly and you fall through platforms. Can't hit him as well. And uh, the because it's on the Genesis, they felt a need to use blast processing. So Donald's rage mode was definitely blast processing. <laughs> Listen, man, you can't not use blast processing just because of part of life. That is all I could think of <laughs> when he, he went full bonk style with the chili pepper. And he just starts going nuts. I'm just like, blast processing! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the 90s dude. Yeah, that's all I felt. That's all I felt playing this. I, I, I did like how, you know, you didn't, when you, when you went about levels, it encouraged you, and it, well, encouraged, forced you to then go to other levels to find mechanic, unlock mechanics to then go back to a previous level, like the first one, where he's like, oh, you don't have the necessary tools to get over this high wall. Okay. So then you call in the airplane, which isn't intuitive at first, by the way. Mm. You don't realize you, you have to call in uh, the tailspin guys to come pick you up. <laughs> you know? Right. And then you go choose a different level to unlock the next one. So this... Uh, so Quackshot on the Genesis was interesting it's very different compared to a lot of the other games we played on this list yeah it kind of it kind of stood out for me a little bit too um especially just the fact that you're not playing as mickey Mouse is already a plus though like it seems it like plus. the easy thing to be it's always like you be mickey go you're not donald man. <laughs> where's our fun. pluto platformer well i mean on our first cast we did goof troop or no, that was the second one on the co-op one. So there's Goofy. Yeah. Or no, is that no? That's not Goofy. It's it's Goofy. It's called Goof Troop. <laughs> it's Goofy and Max. Fuck. It's Goofy yeah, and Max. Fuck it. It's like Jesus. 
doesn't feel like a goofy game, that's for sure. Well, it's because it's good. Because it's actually good? Yeah. Uh, I need to finish that game. I just need someone to play it with, otherwise it's a pain in the ass. But anyway, Quackshot. Quackshot. Back to uh, Quackshot. Yeah. It's, that's the thing, you're right. All these platformers feel really, really... Like Disney put an emphasis on the animation of the characters, which caused things to like not feel as good as they could have. Well, the other, the other, this was way different compared to the other Donald Duck game that we played in the past on a past podcast episode, the the, the Maui Ma- Mallard. Yeah, well, that's the Donald Duck game they also want to pretend doesn't, but that one also had animation. That one had animation to a fault. This right. one was a lot more uh, basic, in it, and I think that was to its benefit. Right. Now, there was, there was a lot of kind of weird hit detection flashes mm-hmm. which was really odd like you'd see the plunger clearly hit a square around all the enemies rather than it looking like it actually hit the enemy itself i thought that was kind of funny <laughs> you're like okay minimum effort guys yeah. <laughs> you know, it sometimes a- it'd go halfway through a character otherwise it would stop maybe a centimeter or two before then mm-hmm. <laughs> it was i don't know it really that kind of stuff just made me laugh. Yeah. It's not a perfect game. By it is any not means. a perfect game. But I think it's... Yeah. I, it's, uh... It's okay. Yeah. There was, so you can live with it? I can live with Quack, Quackshot. Um, I wish more things were more intuitive than others. Um, you know, I, I always go back to that very first level where you need the other thing to get over this wall. So it doesn't tell you that you need to go visit a different level. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't tell you that uh, when you get to those flags, you can call the airplane in to take you away. Then you, then that, that's how you progress. Right. Um, that's quality of life. Things like that just makes life easier. You don't get frustrated with things. You don't feel like uh, you have to go back to earlier parts of the level and then you die. Mm-hmm. That's where Quackshot you know, kind of loses me. It does get a pass, though. Barely, yeah, Barely. that's the thing. So, like, that's the thing. These are all solid games. Are you gonna like lose out on something if you don't play it? Nah, probably not. No, yeah, but they're all pretty solid. Pretty solid. Okay, so on to the shit game. Oh, I was not <laughs> expecting this. Um, so See, Fantasia, I, knew better, so I didn't play this, I should tell you. <laughs> Fantasia is the last game we're talking about, and uh, it came out on the Sega Genesis. It runs for about $8. It's Too developed much. by Infogrames, which was a kind of a subsidiary of Sega, but it's more with Atari. Mm-hmm. Uh, published by Sega, released November 1991. So bear in mind, this is a month before Quackshot came out. Yep. Okay. <sighs> You gotta walk before you can run, you know? Just a month. <laughs> gotta crawl before you can walk. Uh, okay. So, the plot. While the apprentice sorcerer slept, his master's music was stolen away. Now his dreams must restore the notes so the music again can play. That's Fantasia. And we did get a new sub on Twitch, Zach5046. Thank you so much. What up, Brohan? Much appreciate. A sub or a follow, though? Uh, a follow. Ah, it seems very different. 
See, Zach, if you really love this, you'd subscribe. Mm. I'm joking. I love you. Nah, it's okay. I love you. It's fine. Love you. So subscribe to the YouTube channel, if anything. Boo, <laughs> YouTube. Boo, YouTube. Anyways, so if you are familiar... Uh, okay, before we talk about the game, Kevin, are you a fan of the Fantasia movie? Fuck no. You aren't? It's boring. No, I told you, I'm not a big Disney fan. Ooh. Why did so, I pick this theme? Who knows? I was a big fan of the Fantasia movie growing up. You know, uh, it's very old school Disney mm-hmm. style with Mickey Mouse, and it focuses around music, yeah. you know? And so here I go. All these other Disney games we're playing are pretty solid. You know, I, you know, a lot of them have a little bit of a reputation on them, being either they're very hard or, you know, they could have done more with it, but it's passable. So I'm, here I'm thinking Fantasia game? It's got to be centered around music, right? Did you play this last? I did. Oh, good. What build up? Oh, what build up indeed. So, uh, you know, the plot comes up, and I go, "Okay, cool. We're gonna look for mu. We're gonna look for music notes. That's Fantasia esque. That sounds cool." So here I'm thinking there's gonna be jumping related to the, uh, you know, uh, the music's gonna match jumping or something, or we're gonna go across these musical levels. You know, the music's gonna be awesome. Jesus Christ, was I wrong? Yup. Good fucking God, this game. I was in awe of how bad everything about this was. I couldn't believe my eyes, first of all. Then I couldn't believe my ears, second of all. A game about Fantasia where the music's bad? Couldn't believe it. I, look, Infogrames never had a good... Oh. And I... Didn't we play an Infogrames, Infogrames I, game before? You, you write down these developers, and honestly, Grammar Konami. I, I swear we have. I swear we have. Because I, I, I remember, I'm like, Infogrames. Okay, that's an Atari. Okay. Well, anyways, back to Fantasia. The gameplay. Yes. So we, we, graphics were bad. Music was bad. Couldn't believe that. I'm like, okay, well, maybe, maybe the gameplay is fine. Because I just, I just played Quackshot. Like, eh, alright, some things were goofy about it, but whatever. Uh, nope, the jumping's fucking terrible. Mickey does this weird bending knees motion to start each jump, and it's floaty as fuck. This was the most floaty of all the games, which made no fucking sense. <laughs> and the hit detection was, it's one of the worst offenders we've ever played on the podcast of hit detection yep. being this bad. I couldn't I, I, you can't wrap your mind around this. This and then there's this one mechanic, and I swear to God, you can land on enemies Mario style, right? But yeah. I, but 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 I couldn't figure this out at first. I go, why is this only working fucking sometimes? Because and it's, it's because you have to press down on the D pad the second you're landing on an enemy, and that's what will kill them. Right? Or you will the, take damage. the worst thing. Okay? Yeah. But because the hit detection's bad, you don't really know, you can't time it right half the time, so you're only 25, I mean, this is like Scott Steiner promo level. You know, it's like, okay, you have a 25, you have a 50% chance that the hit detection is going to be right, but you have a 25% chance. <laughs> and you got a 30, 31% chance of hitting. <laughs> that you're only going to get get it right to land on the enemies, so you're just going to have to just pray that you're timing it right with the bad hit detection. 
Unbelievable. So, best game ever is what you're saying. Oh, I'm going lightheaded just remembering how bad this all was. Yeah. I, um, the first time I played this when I was working at the Retro Game, somebody traded in a Genesis in Fantasia. So I was like, oh, I'm going to play this. Let me see what it is. And to test their Genesis, I thought their controller was broken. <laughs> you would I'm really think joking. everything's like, broken with this thing because Fantasia. I went three. I went through three controllers, first and third party, to go. What the fuck is up with this Genesis? And then <laughs> I put in like a game I knew, like Sonic. I was like, oh, that game's just fucking terrible. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. You quite you question if your system's broken. Fantasia on the Genesis is one of the worst games I have ever played in my life. Yes, I, and I would looked not this up. recommend it. And I looked this up. Even in the fucking Wikipedia article of this game, because that's just how I get where like the developer, publish, and release, release dates are, at the bottom, mm-hmm. it's rated one of the top ten worst Genesis games of all time. And I have fucking to... I nice. usually go, well, maybe that's harsh. I agree in this case with Fantasia. Yeah. Unbelievable. This is unacceptable. Yeah. I, uh, I honestly, I never liked Fantasia because I'm not a big, so I should have had something in my brain kick and gone, this isn't going to be good. Don't do it. Uh, yeah, it's the fucking worst. And you know what the thing is? I know DuckTales, when we talk about it, like you have to hit really get it to activate, but then it like just goes. At least you understand your pogo sticking. So like the, it kind of works and once you get used to it, but this felt like shit really bad. I don't know. Yeah, and then Quackshot came out, so, you know, things are... Quackshot came out a month later. A yeah. month! You think that hurt Quackshot's, like, sales? Because, Absolutely. Like, I this? guarantee that had something to do yeah. with it. You, you see a Disney game made by Sega, and it a month earlier, you just... Fantasia came out. Yeah. It came out... Like, I... It, it made no sense to me, based on even previous Mickey Mouse games that we played on this podcast. Hell, we, we just had a Magical Quest, which I'm like, yeah, this is okay. It's solid. It, it's, you know, it's passable. That came out less than a year. That came out a year later. And it's so much yeah. better. How? <laughs> magic? Well, it's def- well, yeah, magic from Magical Quest. Yeah. yeah. Mickey himself used his fantastical uh, Fantasia magic powers that should have been in this game, and then teleported it to to other mickey mouse games just a bad game just a bad, game. Just a bad game so i don't th- I, I think this goes without saying we all agree fantasia is the worst game we covered on the cast we don't even have to have a vote on it <laughs> ever well it's definitely on this one on this yeah, one uh, i was gonna say ever like come on that's that's me ever on this cast ever. i think fantasia is def- definitely in my top three all right fair it's. I don't know. Wow. Am I am I going to cry if I never play it again? I mean, I, no, I might have PTSD. Way. Just like from now on, and I'm saying this, Fantasia is going to be the benchmark of a game being unplayably bad. Ooh, that Fantasia. is my benchmark. Like. Ooh, hiss. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much. Um, don't play that. Do not play Fantasia. $8? I just, 
I would give you $8 to not play this. <laughs> you know the thing is that that's probably worse is that like you would expect it to be so good because it's a Disney platformer. And this one just really fucking sucks. Nobody nobody like, nobody play tested this. Nobody. No. No, like, no, 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 no. They usually find NES type games where hit detection's awful. You know, it was kind of that era where there was cash grabs. You know, you have games like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You have, yeah. um, what's another example? Uh, Repo Man. I don't know. What, the wrestler from the 90s? <laughs> yes, he has his own game. <laughs> what a fucking game that would be, by the way. Oh, man. So, uh, there's that. Um, look, just don't play it. Do not play this game. All right, Kevin. What yeah. was your favorite game on the cast? Um, they're all. That's the thing. They're all solid. So it's like five out of six are solid. Ooh, okay, you know what I meant. I don't know. <laughs> I I guess. I guess. Um. Fuck. They're all like so even playing. That's the thing. I'll go with DuckTales too, just because I, I and that's like bias from like, well, I like Duck. So here we go. You know? That's the thing. I don't know. Maybe Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is up there. Yeah, I'll go with Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is up there. Keep on uh, to say Magical Chase, but it's not that. No, it's Magical Quest. Sorry, Mickey yeah, Mouse. Yes. Uh, so. Yeah, I know. I know the feeling. Uh, a lot of them are very even with each other, except Fantasia. Right. Um. I think I had the most fun with Ducktales two. I think that's. Right, that's I all. think that. I think that's the game. Uh, coming away from this cast, if I'm recommending a game to get that we uh that we played. I think mm -hmm. DuckTales 2 for the Game Boy is the one I would go back to playing more than the others. Sure. Um, I think the biggest surprise was definitely Jungle Book. Jungle Book was okay. I think that was the biggest surprise for me. Yeah. I can live with that. Least favorite, without saying Fantasia, Lion King. Yeah. Yeah, just because that difficulty curve. I would have to agree with you. So we're we're, yeah. in, we're in agreement with a lot of these games. Fuck that. Yeah. That never happens, yeah. actually. Yeah, I gotta fix. You know what? Fuck you. Fantasia was great. <laughs> you can't even say that with a straight no, face. I, I, I can't. <laughs> I, 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 it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, if you want to join a community, we have partnered up with uh, Retro Twitch. So head on over to them. You can. Uh, easy access just go to their twitter twitter.com slash retro twitch com at the end retro twitch com uh, mm -hmm. nice little retro gaming community uh very fun very cool a lot of cool people over there use the hashtag retro twitch that's uh that's another good way to um uh, get involved we're also the red leaf retrocast is also partnered up with the anime radicals which is a nice conglomeration podcast network very ambitious uh so go hit them up on all those sites anime radicals easy enough to find and uh kevin great retrocast episode today episode 38 from disney <laughs> uh fuck you disney
I said it. Well said. And we'll yeah. see you guys in the next episode. Bye!